0: Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 237 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is the beginning of the end.
1: And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode
0: of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter.
1: This is Root, I play a Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 237 of Hearthcast, we're going to clue you in on how to get rich in the Warlords of Draenor. And we have another insight on how to return from the dead with a boost. Freckle face. Hey Root. How has your week in the Blizzard universe been?
0: It's pretty good. Got a lot done this week. On Hearthstone I got a six win arena run, uh, which isn't my record or anything like that, but it's it's kind of above the um, the five win that I get stuck at as my usual maximum. Okay. So I got a little above that. I was pretty happy. I've been running Brewfest on all my tunes that can run it. Haven't gotten a mountain from that yet. I'm missing the Ram.
1: Ah, uh, the Brewfest Ram?
0: Yeah, I have the Kodo. Okay. I want the Ram. Okay. But no luck yet. In big news, I got my Warlock to level 90.
1: Congratulations. That is awesome.
0: Malaria is 90.
1: You want my Tell Me One script now? <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you
0: I'll, I'll take it all right then
1: yeah um download the add-on and i will export the settings and send them to you yeah yep
0: yeah it's pretty cool um like i've mentioned before i've been uh leveling with uh some IRL friends uh, uh nerdy char who's on last week yeah we all dinged 90 the same day oh that's cool um but her fiance dinged ninety first, and he jumps on his rogue and then she queues as a tank even though she wasn't tanking, so he was like rogue tanking. Right. So three was getting a yeah. dungeon Got and it. um yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people were not happy with this. <laughs> <laughs> they never are. No. We had the same healer um twice and the second time that he sees us like, Ugh, this again <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean the thing is the rogue didn't really need that much help. No. Like at all.
1: That's right. You, was he so. was he like out leveled everything or just yeah, out geared everything? Yeah, out geared. You know. Yeah. So doing was, like
0: 300k DPS in sure. these like normals. Yeah. So yep. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: It was quite entertaining. Awesome. So how about you? What you been up to?
1: Well, I think you answered one of my questions. What was that? I've been running Brewfest and I didn't know why. Oh. So apparently there's a mount that comes out of the little barrel that you get from Corn and Brew Style, whatever his name is.
0: The keg-shaped treasure chest. That thing? Yes.
1: Yeah, so there's a mouth that comes out of there? Yes. Okay, that answers my question because okay. I was running it, but I'm like, I don't know why.
0: There's also an item you can get that's fairly new to Brewfest called the Pandaren Brew Pack. Ooh. You buy it for 100 tokens, and it says, Use carry a keg of brew on your back for three minutes. Drink, brew, or toss some to your friends. That's neat. And apparently when you equip it, um, you'll get a new skill bar like a vehicle quest bar. Right. And so, they have the options to drink and then to toss a brew to the tar- two oh, that's targets. that's cool. So, I don't have that one on any of my tunes. I have the other keg on a lot of them, but...
1: Now, I wonder if that's something like like the paper airplanes and those where if the person has an available slot, you'll fill it up.
0: Yeah. Or other objects that you throw in the game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like rocks. Yes. So I used to do that, like I'd sit by the auction house and if I saw someone who was like AFK, I would just throw airplanes at them <laughs> until they couldn't take them anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Yeah. Go to the mailbox now.
0: They <laughs> come back, to, what?
1: Because I know were like 50 airplanes that you do, so when you go to that mailbox, you are going to be mad because there's no delete all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so if you're running um Corin if you're running that, you can get a hundred tokens pretty easily. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah. I did tell you that w- about the, him uh, a couple weeks ago, didn't I? Where I ran him for the first time this year, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And he didn't drop his bag of tokens or whatever he's supposed to drop that that launches something for uh, the questing over in outside of the major cities. Yeah, no, he's supposed to drop. Right. And so the guys in our guild were like, well, did you loot him? I'm like, no, nah, I didn't loot him. Well, why should I loot him? He wasn't sparkling. he goes, go, oh, no, he was sparkling. I'm like, he wasn't sparkling. They're like, oh, okay, let's go run it again. So I ran it again. Still wasn't sparkling. They're like, nah, he's not sparkling. They're like, uh, well, this is the name of the item. I go, like, oh, I think I have that item in my bank. I had it in my bank from like a year previous, <laughs> from <the> last Roof <laughs> Oh, Rooffest. so you can
0: pick it up? Yeah, so oh. I, I couldn't loot
1: it because it wasn't oh. there. So. Gotcha. That was funny. Interesting. What else am I doing? I haven't been raiding at all. None. None. Zero. Not flex, not LFR, not normal, not nothing since we killed Garage. So it kind of flashed me back a little bit to when you killed Deathwing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I beat the game. It's right. And I'm like, none. Don't
1: need to do this anymore. And, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I don't need to raid anymore. Right. What well, do I need-
0: Well, do you have your uh, heirloom weapon?
1: I do. It dropped okay. the first time. First time. Yeah, I killed garage Oh, and that's got right. Yeah, my pet, the achievement, the right. heirloom, got everything. So I'm like, don't need to go back. Yeah. Now, could I go back and get heirloom weapons for other characters? Maybe, but
0: you'd have to take other characters, though, because apparently it's a lot harder to get different. Weapons to drop on... Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: I think they're almost guaranteed now, or there was going to be a window where they're going to be guaranteed here pretty soon.
0: After the pre-patch drops, and that window time between the pre-patch and the expansion, it is an increased drop rate, and also if you run it once and it doesn't drop, it is a guaranteed drop the next time. The next time.
1: time. Right. Okay. That's what it is. So, um, what else? Oh, my scouts. You know my scouts. I do my scouts. They're right. trivial now. I laugh at them. You laugh at them. I do. and oh. laugh at them. Getting better at Warbringers. Okay, I haven't killed one alone yet. Getting closer. (laughs) Getting closer. I did go with a couple friends. We did some Warbringer stuff Mm -hmm. on both. We, I invited him to my server. We flew around, then we went to his server, and I kind of have a cool deal, because the guys I go with already have the mounts. So my deal is, if the mount drops, it's mine. You can have everything else. Okay. So I pass on everything, unless it's a mount, because. And it's good for them because it means the warbringer goes down faster.
0: Right. And then they you get, get all the stuff. It's a
1: guarantee loot for yeah. them and well, there you and go. they already have them out, so
0: Cooperation. Yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah.
1: And uh oh. I did a couple world boss tours.
0: A couple of them? Yeah. In a week?
1: Yeah, because I went on different tunes.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
1: and uh if I found out it's a nice way to gear up a, a fresh ninety. Because there's some stuff that drops, there's some gear that drops off of some of those world bosses that is still relevant, you know, for a, a, for a 90.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So you might get some gear upgrades.
0: I could see that with Nalak at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And the Shah, the Shah of Anger or Fear, whatever he is, the Fear. Or anger, yeah, a little anger. bit of upgrade, yeah. Uh, He upgraded in, uh, well, Ordos. <laughs> so we're running into Ordos, you know, because the boss tours include Celestials and Ordos. Right. Nowadays. And we do the Celestials, you always end up at Ordos. And this guy's going in, in chat. He was like, this is going to be my first Ordos kill. I've never killed or- Ordos before. And we're running on the bridge. And I have him targeted. I'm on my mage. I should state this. I'm on my mage. <laughs> and running. He's in front of me, and I have him targeted. And I'm thinking, I'm about to ask the guy, do you have your cloak? And I don't get that far. I just The thought process is in my head. And he starts falling off the bridge. <laughs> I click slow fall. <laughs> I didn't catch him. Oh. <laughs> he still died. <laughs> I thought maybe I could catch him in time. Maybe a slow fall would.
0: He doesn't have a great range in that spell. Apparently
1: he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was completely out of range. And and he's like, why can't I jump over the bridge? <laughs> Did you do the legendary quest? What's the legendary quest? Okay. <laughs> you <know? laughs> See you later, dude.
0: Well, there is a way to still jump over the bridge.
1: Yeah, you can be with somebody else, but you still can't do Ordos. You'll get you get kicked out. No, you can't do Ordos no. Yeah, you get... Violated or whatever. <laughs> not violated. That's not. He you translocated. Moves. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> they don't violate you in there. <laughs> oh, man! So no, it was good. It was a fun week. I had a lot of fun this week in in uh, World I'm of bad. Warcraft. So yeah. spent a lot of time chatting with people on our on our realm, which is unusual for me. So
0: makes new friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You could say that. <laughs>
1: Talked with one guy who, who who we determined that he just undercut me on the auction house, and I bought all this stuff out because it was a dumb undercut. And it really was. It was a significant It was like two gold undercut per item. That's and, a lot. Yeah. And I was already like, I had already just undercut some people. So I'm like, hello. <laughs> and he had just like in chat said, everybody should go buy my ghost iron ore. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just have a. And I went to the auction house. I'm like, I think you just undercut me. He goes, maybe I did. I'm like, did you just list like 17 of them? He's like, yes. I'm like, Buy. <laughs> he goes, you just buy all my ore. I'm like, yeah.
0: Was he mad? Uh,
1: he called me some choice words, which I can't repeat on the show. He
0: wanted people to buy it. Yeah, and you.
1: I bought, bought it, it, and then I relisted it. <laughs> so, so well, you know.
0: I don't understand. People I didn't relist sometimes. it
1: immediately. He asked me, "What are you going to do with all that?" Because he goes, "If you're the other, if you're selling ore, what are you going to do with that ore?" I'm like, "I'm going to sell it for a profit." Uh. That's what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> you know, bonus little tip. At least on our realm, the prices for ore during the day skyrocket. During the day, during the work day, okay, yeah. So that's a little. So when I bought his at cheap, I sold his at at a very high rate. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) uh, but yeah, uh, that's been that's been my week. A lot of fun, lot of uh, lot of interactions. But we got to be done with the fun stuff for a sec here. We got some business here. Do business. Uh, we currently have what, fourteen dollars here.
0: Fourteen dollars.
1: I've got my dollar.
0: I got my dollar.
1: Freckleface. Did you run, Karazhan this week? I did. How
0: With many? my lucky charm.
1: How many tunes?
0: Three tunes. Okay.
1: Freckleface. Yes. Did the mount drop? No. On any time? No. Oh.
0: Okay. Root
1: Yes, Reckleface
0: Did you run Kara this week?
1: I ran Kara Five times
0: Wow, five times
1: I actually paid a guildie To pull in some of my old characters (laughs) For
0: Little Lobby ones?
1: Lobby's, yeah, because he he already has them out
0: Isn't there a minimum to get in there?
1: And I met it, yeah Oh, okay Um, it's like a sixty level guild or something. Oh, run you just can solo it. Yeah, no way yeah. I can solo it. Oh. But I paid a guildie off to run <laughs> run me to the first boss in Kara on multiple toons.
0: That is awesome. Thank you. And anything to drop for you?
1: Just the amount of gold I had because I had to pay the guy. No amount <laughs> drops for me at all in there.
0: So you're taking it up a notch. Yeah, I had
1: to get creative. Yeah. I figured he's got this guy's got it. He's always asking for gold, so I'll give him some gold if he runs me. <laughs> I figure it's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Oh. <laughs> so that means uh, plus an additional two here. So we have a total of sixteen dollars in the kitty. Uh we are cutting this off at a hundred. Right, right. So uh we'll be there sooner, sooner than later, I think. I don't know. It's getting interesting. <laughs> It's going to get interesting. It's going to be cool if one of us gets it right around Christmas time Mm -hmm. and they have extra money for Christmas. It'll be awesome. We'll see. But, hey, we do have some cool emails here.
0: Well, this one wasn't signed, but it says, Hello. First, I'm sorry for bad English. I'm trying to learn. I live in Singapore. I have 15 years and play WoW with friends in USA. In Singapore, it's important to learn English for success in business and life. You said WoW's used to teach. It's true, but more than just the game. My friends help me learn English faster than school can teach, and I think that's good. I speak with them on Ventrilo almost every night. I know it's not the best, but I think it's really good to speak and talk English. Know that you are heard in Singapore and that you are helping me learn even more. That's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome.
1: (laughs) I hadn't thought of that, but I guess by listening to podcasts... In a foreign language, you can learn. Right. So that's cool.
0: And really, learning a foreign language, you, you learn way better with immersion than you do studying grammar rules.
1: Absolutely. I can remember as a, as a kid, growing up in South America, all my friends were, you know, that wherever I was. If I was in Chile, they were Chilean kids. And so it was either learn the language or you can't play. Right. And so you learn the language. Plus, all the TV shows are, you know, they're in Spanish. <laughs> Because we didn't live on base. If you're on base and you get like English TV limited, but you get English TV. If you don't live on base, and this is like pre satellite, pre everything else, so you get whatever's on the TV stations. Yeah, so you grew up watching like Topo Gijo and Ultraman. Ultraman, he's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is a fantastic email. I'm sorry I didn't sign it because I'd, I'd love to, Uh, you know. Well, thank you, though. Yeah. That's, definitely. There's really good stuff there. There is another email, but we will get to that a little bit later on in the show. Well, it's that time again. One expansion is winding down as another is posed to launch. People struggle with what to do with their tunes around this time. Will your actions today matter tomorrow? Is anything really worth doing? Should you just unsubscribe and wait? Well, we're here with the answers to all your questions and probably a little more. It's the beginning of the end.
0: So, of course, what's on everybody's mind is finishing off that bucket list. Yeah. I have one. You have one, too, don't you, Root? I,
1: not a formal one. I never formalized it this, this time. <laughs> you don't have to
0: write it down, but you have kind of a mental idea of uh, stuff you kind of get done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to get Matt
1: Pagel done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Exactly.
0: I mean, I got my warlock to ninety, so that, that was part of the bucket list. I um still work on the lore master. That's part of my bucket list. I got a few other things that I do need to go back and work on.
1: Well, see, for you, lore master, getting it done now makes it intrinsically easier than getting it done later because more that's stuff's going to get added to it.
0: That's true. So that's what you have to look at when you're trying to figure out what to focus on, because like a lot of us, we have things that we did not finish this expansion, but you have to think about what's going to be unavailable. And we did have Dead Guy on a few episodes. We talked about things that are going away permanently, like challenge modes and um, the title for the head of the curve for Garage. Right. Things that if you don't do right now, you won't have a chance to do later. And then there's things that Loremaster... Of course, Loremaster will still be available in the next expansion, but it will be changed. It'll be more difficult to do. Whereas, the other stuff that you can always revisit later? I still have not finished the stupid celestials tournament Really? not a single time wow i got so frustrated with it i just i quit pet battling
1: oh after that's about that. like okay.
0: the 10th attempt
1: i didn't know what that was
0: yeah it's um yeah it takes place in that little arena where you fight all of the um
1: celestials the celestials yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the celestials arena takes place in the arena where you fight celestials hey <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Move on. Well, I'm glad.
0: (laughs) The point is, that is something I can always come back to later on in Warlords. Because, of course, there's going to be a lot of new content all up at the beginning, but there will be times when you are looking for things to do in the future. And so, not necessarily finishing everything in Pandaria gives you something to go back to, just like it wasn't that long ago when I went back to um, Outlands and finished the Netherwing rep and got those mounds.
1: I think where I'm kind of focusing my efforts right now are trying to prepare my my character. Um, I want to get all my characters who, I'm, who I care about up to 90. I've got one or two more that are they're sitting at 85 that I want to get up to 90. You just got malaria to 90. So leveling is good. I got my professions done on fruit now, so that's cool. Um. That's important to me, have the professions ready to go for the next expansion. I'm working on my reputations right now with uh, Nat Pagel. I think that's the only one I really have left for Pandaria. But I do (laughs) – and I went back and – we were doing the Oracles and then you won. (laughs) (laughs) And I never never went back to finish that. So I probably need to go back and finish that up. So there's a lot of stuff that, you know – I want to do personally with, with the tunes that I have right, on my account right. right now.
0: And you might want to consider resurrecting old tunes, but we're going to go into that into more detail a little later on in the show. Now once your characters are ready, you want to settle into your social circle. You want to think about your realm. Are you happy where you are? I mean now is a good time to think about transferring if you're going to transfer get settled in your new place rather than waiting until after launch and going like, oh, when you to change things. And then you're kind of putting a, a hindrance in your play schedule if you have to stop and make transfers and things like that.
1: Right. I don't know. You see sometimes what people will say in forums yeah. or wherever, like, I hate my realm, so move. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, if you don't like where you're at, move, does it cost money? Yes. Is it going to be expensive to move a lot of characters? Yes. But if you're not happy, then your happiness is worth it. Right. Pay the money and go.
0: You want to, of course, evaluate your guild and where you stand with them. Are their goals still compatible with yours? Or is it time to find something new?
1: Especially now with um, the mythic coming out. And the raid group size is changing. Right. There are a lot of guilds who are either recruiting for new members, or who are putting undue pressure on members who are casual and don't want to be part of the hardcore raid team. And they're putting undue pressure on those members to become, you know, part of the hardcore raid team. So maybe, maybe that's something you don't want to do. So there might be, this might be time to, to you know, swap guilds, find another guild that is more in tune with what goals you have for World of Warcraft.
0: And, of course, your faction. Is it time to change? Do you find yourself relating more to the other side? Do the people that you know still play the faction that you're on? Or has everyone kind of migrated to the opposite side?
1: I'm like the holdout now. Yeah. It's like you're playing more, more of your the lion's tune, which is fine. Right. And I'm like, you know, the Hordy. <laughs> <laughs> still playing my Horde Warlock. <laughs> but, no, it's a good time to do that because, you know, you're in that stage where everybody's in that lull. Now's a good time to take care of that. I mentioned before about wanting to max out my professions. And now is also a very, very good time to evaluate what professions you have based on the profession changes that are coming in the next expansion.
0: And while we're not going to go into a lot of detail about um, the different profession changes, because it's, it's something it's better kind of reading and picking out what applies to you. Personally, what's going to affect me is the fact that they're taking away the beneficial combat things for gathering professions. Because other than my rogue having engineering, I have been doing solely gathering professions because it's an easy way to make money and you get the added benefit of something like lifeblood, you know, that gives you the haste and healing, you know, or the extra crit for skinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mining gives you one as well, some toughness and stamina. Thing. Yeah. Stam. yeah. yeah.
0: There's going to be benefits to different professions being added as well. They're taking away some of the benefits from gathering, but they're also adding, you know, different recipes that you, that you might really want to have. And if you see something new that's coming out in engineering, maybe it's a good time to go switch now.
1: One of the things that I'd recommend is that you keep up to date with the changes in professions only from the Blizzard official site. And the reason I say that is because with this large of a beta crowd and i've stressed this on our podcast and on other people's shows as well is that people don't understand what they're doing in a beta so they see something like some weird change to engineering and they'll post that on their blog and it might just be something that blizzard is trying in the in the beta it might just something that they put in a tweak to make something else work they might have you know fixed something forced something who knows what But it's not final until release day, and even then, it's not final. But people on their blogs who aren't familiar with what a beta is will report that as this is how it is, and it may not be. So get your source and your news on your profession changes straight from Blizzard.
0: Now, nobody wants to be the person who has to stop the group every 15 minutes. Hold up, guys, my bags are full. (laughs) I'm that guy a lot. Guilty. (laughs) Guilty. So before you set off on your new adventure into a new land, make sure you have enough space to carry all your stuff. Because especially in that initial phase when you don't know what things are. You
1: keep everything. I know, and
0: you don't want to delete stuff or sell it, and it turns out to be something that's really valuable.
1: Like, how many cooking ingredients did you have at first? <laughs> I had, like, everything. I know. Because I don't know. It might be worth something.
0: So you want to finish or abandon your quest because those items take up spaces. You want to clear out your trade goods. There is a lot of trade goods I've just taken to vendoring, particularly at least in our realm. Um, the cooking ingredients, you know, things like.
1: Ancient Pandaren spices.
0: The spices, that like the, the meat, oh, um, yeah. like the turtle meat. It's just not high enough in demand. I'd have to sit there and relist and relist and relist mm-hmm. because everyone's picking it up and only a few people are actually going through and uh, leveling that. So you want to think about clearing out your trade goods? I always have to do this, I always have to reevaluate the all the pieces that I just kinda of compulsively hoard because I think it looks cool.
1: Oh if you're a transmog? Right. Okay.
0: Oh, for example, I've I've been in the habit of keeping capes that I think are pretty.
1: <laughs> I do that.
0: You know, the reality is I don't like capes, period. I never show my cape. Same thing with helms. Unless a helm is like really, really cool, I'm probably not going to show it. Or pants for a mage.
1: <laughs> okay, because they are wearing a, the, the They're the never robe. visible. Right. So there's
0: no point in me saving pants that look kind of cool when the reality is nobody's going to see my pants under a dress. Okay. You know, or I would save weapons of a different type than my character to use and be like, well, maybe one day they'll open up so I can t across it. But, eh.
1: So the question is. Do mages wear pants?
0: They do wear pants. Are you sure? I'm sure because <laughs> I have a cut out dress that my pants oh, okay. take. All right, well,
1: then that one it will show.
0: <laughs> that one will show. So,
1: so I'm that way with tabards. I collected tabards. Yeah. And I have a bunch of tabards. Don't know why, but I have a bunch of mm-hmm. them. And I don't think those are going in the toy box. I'm a little disappointed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not toys. But the toy box is going live in the pre patch, not at launch. So you will have a chance to move everything from your bags into your toy box. Right, and
1: that is a manual process. Yes, it's
0: a manual process. But the good thing about that is if you have something on multiple characters, you only need to move in one, and then the rest of them you can just get rid of because it, you'll have it accessible.
1: Again, it's a manual process. You have to delete those. Right. So, Right.
0: But you just want to think about what you're keeping around in your bags and if it's worth it.
1: It might also be time to upgrade your bags. Right. You know, spend some money there, upgrade your bags. And uh, then you have more room. Because the thing about a new expansion is all about room. You want the room because you're going to get stuff that you're not sure what the value of that stuff is yet. So everybody's going to keep all the stuff they get. hmm Add-ons, Freck. Now's the time to look at the add-ons you've got. Decide what you can live without.
0: Definitely. Because they are going to break, at least temporarily. We know that. It always happens. So you really want to look at what can you live without. If, if it's something only does a minor thing, it's better to remove as many add-ons as possible until launch, run it minimally, and then, you know, add some more back in as you need to rather than trying to take, you know, all 50 add-ons that you have with you into this new uh, phase.
1: Right. So you, the other thing you want to do is look at um, the forums and what Blizzard is adding into the game like bag management. Right. So, any bag add on that you have now might be obsolete. It may or may not even work uh, with the new interface. Blizzard might have done a better job than the add on ever did. So, you have to evaluate those types of things. I also recommend going to the author's website. Usually, you can find it over curse.com, whatever the add on it is. Visit the website, look in the forums, find out if that author is even going to be continuing that add on for Warlords of Draenor. I found out after looking several times, so that my, my death notification add-on that I loved, it's no longer being supported. So Curse doesn't even list it. Luckily, I found it in a backup. It still works. I have it. I put it. You know, had to manually install it. Oh, just that's horrible. <laughs> Manually unzip something and move a file into play. It was, it was one of the most worst experiences I've had on a computer in three years. Manually installing an ad on it. was just
0: like a Neanderthal.
1: I, really? It just, I felt like I don't know club club. Somehow, somehow it worked. I don't, I don't, yeah. uh, luckily I almost had to call tech support, <laughs> but, uh, is that going to work in warlords? I don't know. I don't know what's changing. So we'll find out soon enough. If it works or not, if not, I guess I'll be right on my own because that—that that is what I rely on. So visit the author's forums, find out. And if it's something that you just absolutely can't live without, you may need to teach yourself how to play the game a little different way.
0: Make a plan for launch. You're going to hit the ground running. Which direction are you going to go into? If you're with a guild and the guild wants to start raiding at a particular time, a lot, a lot of them will set it and say, hey, everyone needs to be raid ready within... Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> so,
1: some do that. Some do some one do week. Some do that. Yeah, they do it. It's a crazy amount.
0: So if that's what you want to do, you want to know that before starting so you can plan your time ahead. If you want to see the content from both sides, this is something that's intriguing to me. Um, I really enjoyed, for example, Jade Forest. Seeing both of those zones from the opposite sides. Mm. You know? And if I had done it for the Horde for the first time and then immediately did it from the Alliance side, it there would have been pieces of the story that clicked a little better instead right, of a little right. bit fuzzy. Sure. So there is kind of part of me that wants to just level really slowly and do it from both sides. But I don't know because that can get a little repetitive depending on how they design the quest. Sometimes they make almost the exact same quest for both sides so that could get a little repetitive
1: hello there member of the horde (laughs) (laughs) hello there member of the alliance (laughs) (laughs) we're glad you're here today
0: (laughs) yep sometimes as simple as that just changing out the burial for class and race faction and faction yep are you gonna go for professions first and in that case, you know, you want to set yourself up a little bit differently, make sure you have enough gold going into it to buy what you need to buy. Are you gonna go for reputation gains? Are you gonna work in the garrisons? You know? I mean it's like you said when Pandaria launched, it was like a theme park. It really was. And everybody scattered in different directions.
1: Yeah, the launch of that with guilds who you know, I'm using old cliche and I really apologize. Those who failed to plan in essence, plan to fail.
0: Very true. It
1: tore some guilds up mm-hmm. because people scattered and nobody had a single plan on what to do and where to go and as people went, you know, you come from a, a group that's been together towards an, for an entire expansion or the end of an expansion or raiding or whatever it might be to Theme Park City and everybody scatters and no one's on the same page, then, you know, guilds fall apart. So make sure that your guild or your friends or whoever have a plan. Even if those plans aren't the same, have a plan. Like, if I know, FRAC, you're going to do both sides of the story, you can take your time leveling, I know that. Me, I'll probably level fast and then go work in my professions. But then eventually, our plans will meet together and we'll go do something together. So as long as that happens, as long as it's planned and people understand that the communication is the big thing on that one. Of course, a major part of any expansion is making sure that your computer is going to be able to run said expansion. Now, I could give you the long battle.net forum topic, but I'm not going to. Just Google it. Warlords of Draenor system requirements. Go to the official forum on Blizzard. Go to that one. It's a sticky topic. It's not going anywhere. That's what you want to do. And don't go for the, the minimum. Never go for the minimum. Try to outdo what the recommended is. Now's the time to do that. Christmas is coming up. Ask for an early Christmas present. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, ask for an early Christmas <laughs> present. Uh Now's the time to do it. And look, little shameless plug. If you're going to do it, visit hearthcast.com slash Amazon before you go to Amazon. It'll take you straight there, and we get a little kickback. Same price you're going to pay. You're not paying anything different. We just get a little kickback when you do that. Upgrade your RAM. That's one of the easiest Upgrades you can do to your computer and one of the ones that will affect it the most. So if you don't know what to do, if you go visit Crucial.com, if it's a little app that you download and runs in your browser and it tells you. This is your system board. This is the type of RAM it takes. This is the type of RAM you have on there. Here's the type of RAM we recommend and here's a link to buy it. Now what I always do is take that link to buy it and I look at the price that Crucial has and I go look on Amazon and I make sure I get the best price Sometimes Crucial is better, sometimes Amazon is better, so I always do that price comparison and then purchase the RAM. It's literally the best thing you can do for your computer before any, before any time. Like, just, just do it now. It doesn't matter. But you may want to get a new monitor. You might be playing on something that's kind of small. You might only have like a 22-inch monitor and it's time to go for a 27. Your monitors are getting higher resolution, cheaper in price, better quality. Now's a good time to upgrade that, give yourself more real estate to see the world Legend of Draenor in all its splendor. And of course, you know, gaming keyboards, gaming mice, game pads like I have the gamepad I use, or headsets. Maybe it's time to go wireless. Now's the time to go ahead. Since you've already made this huge personal investment in World Legend of Draenor, make sure your computer is ready for it so that you can actually play the game. If you recall, I've told the story before, middle cataclysm, my video card no longer became supported. I could no longer raid. It was horrible for me. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, almost ended my gaming. It was that bad. Oh,
0: yeah, because they weren't very helpful in being trying to figure it out, right?
1: No, it, it it took me a while. It was the whole uninstall your add-ons. Right. I mean, we went through the whole gamut until I finally found that, hey, by the way, we're not supporting your video card anymore. And I had a laptop and the video card was like on board. So I'm like, nothing I can do. <laughs> so I got a new computer. So you might have to do that. Um, so just be prepared for that.
0: The most important part of getting ready for the expansion is to buy the expansion.
1: <laughs> True facts.
0: All right. Now, I bring this up because I, like many people, purchase the digital download because that gives you immediate access to the boost, which I still haven't used, but it's there, you know. And I wanted the mountain pet because I got the uh, digital deluxe version. However, the stores are still going to be selling the boxes and they're going to be selling the collector's edition boxes was going to have additional materials, additional things. So you might have purchased the digital download for the immediate benefit, but are also wanting to have the box so you can keep it, collect it, you know. We have sure. our shelf. We you do. Know? I don't think we even have a cataclysm oh, up so there. We, We're uh, missing a few. So now I'm thinking, okay, well, I kind of want the box. Yeah. Now, we At our meetup, I was told that if you have purchased the digital download and then you go out and buy a physical copy, you can submit your issue to Blizzard, show them your receipt, have the key from that box, and they will refund you your purchase for the digital download. Now, that is what I was told, okay? I looked into it. The only thing that they have officially said was that if you purchase the digital download and then you buy a box copy, they will switch out the keys so that you are now free to give the digital key to a friend.
1: Right. They have not officially said anything about price differences, refunds, or anything else. Which they're basically saying, hey, if you've already bought the digital, you get to keep the bonuses. You can give that key to a friend. They won't get any of the bonuses because you keep those. And you can now use the bonuses from from the deluxe edition that you paid full price for. Right. So you're buying it twice.
0: Buying it twice. So the idea that they will give you a refund, some people that has been their experience. And that is why I bring it up, but we can't say that that's guaranteed to happen because that is at their discretion. The only thing they have officially come out and said that they will do is release the keys so that you can give it to a friend or I guess you could try to sell it, but... You'd have to sell it for less, so people would, you know, get it from you instead of buying it. I guess, right?
1: Yeah, and to me, might get the digital uh, deluxe edition, collector's edition, rather. Uh-huh. I've already bought the download; already got that. I got the digital download, the digital deluxe download. But I kind of talk it as money's already spent, so it's gone. Right. You know, so this is new money, so I <laughs> might just spend that too. But uh, I do have a, a friend at work who's going to be playing, and I could give him my key. I get, you know, tell him to give me 20 bucks for it or something? <laughs> Doesn't...
0: Yeah, same with me. I mean, my husband wants to come back for Warlords. I don't think he's going to come back permanently. But because he is. <laughs> yeah, no, wait I a know.
1: minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. On that topic, didn't uh-huh. he do this before?
0: He has done it before.
1: And he got like all the benefits, the pets and everything else.
0: Uh-huh. And then he
1: quit playing and you wanted to log in his account and transfer all the pets and stuff.
0: It was one particular pet. I think it was the rocket chicken.
1: <laughs> and it was just.
0: I told him to give me that pet before he unsubbed. And he unsubbed. And this is, and this is the terms of this again. Like, if you get bored of playing, you need to let me hold on to your chicken in case you don't come back.
1: So, did you get his pet? Did that all work out or did he unsub no, you didn't no, get No, no, no,
0: He unsubbed.
1: So, now you can go undelete his character.
0: No, he didn't delete his character. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just unsubbed. And he would have to log in, which requires subbing again before yeah. he could trade that.
1: yeah. Well... So what you do is you tell him as soon as you log in you have to give me all your pets.
0: I'm not going to take his pets while he's actively playing. Okay. It's if you decide to unsub, I will hold on to your pets while you were unsubbed. Gotcha. And, that way, and if he never comes back then I have the pets. Yeah. You're not going to give pets. He them does. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest. You're not I giving would. those pets. I no would. you would
1: you would not. He'd be like I gave you that special. You gave me this little um, Irakoa chicken thing here or whatever. (laughs) Common chicken 101. (laughs) No, no, it's like a robot chicken. No, no, no. It's this chicken right here. (laughs) And I think you gave me a prairie dog.
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just something to consider if you bought the digital download when it was first available. And now are considering buying the box. Um, Talk to your friends. See if there's anybody who has not bought the expansion yet that's still planning on it. And maybe it's possible that you can do a workaround with that.
1: And if you're going to buy an in store copy, locate the store that you want to purchase it at. Call them. Pre purchase the game. You know, reserve it. And then get a group of friends and go pick it up at midnight because that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. So make sure, actually, I guess I would kind of reverse that order get a group of friends, decide what store you're going to (laughs) buy. Because didn't See we have all an issue? across town. Yeah, we had an issue with that with the meetup group where a lot of people have pre purchased one and others, and now we're trying yeah. to get them all consolidated to one place. So the entire meetup group shows up at that one place. That'd be fun.
0: When the expansion launches, you want to make sure that your time is already blocked out, making sure that you have time carved out from your work, your family, your friend, obligations. If you're going to take a lot of time off work or even a few days, schedule that now. Um, Because it is November. It is right before the holidays. I think two weeks before Thanksgiving. There's a notoriously bad time to try to take up work. So you want to try to make sure that you do have that time available. If you're going to pull an all-nighter, make sure that you're ready. And this is not going to apply to everybody, but for us over here in the East Coast, a midnight launch means a 3 a.m. launch for us. Right. So you get all... You know, popping energy drinks at midnight is like, oh, I gotta wait three gotta
1: hours. Gotta wait now. three hours now. <laughs> that was the worst. Cause we went, cause the stores, <laughs> they open up at midnight. Right.
0: So you're able to buy our game.
1: And then not use it. Not
0: use it. People are mad about that. that remember that?
1: Yeah, they so mad. I do. <laughs> cause so people to left. People like, God, we gotta go. We gotta go. We, gotta go we gotta go home. We gotta go home and play. We gotta know. go. You say, no, you don't. No. You, you got till three o'clock. And they're like, we got till what? You got till three. Meanwhile, they just finished their second espresso from Starbucks. And they're <laughs> like, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> also you have to remember that the the launch this year, it is a week after BlizzCon. So if you've already taken off time to either go to BlizzCon or watch the live feed, just be aware about how close those two events are together for scheduling purposes. Same with the anniversary. There's going to be for the tenth anniversary, there's going to be a ton of stuff going on you know, the the temporary battlefields and maybe you want to like, you know, play a whole bunch of the anniversary stuff, that's going to be right after the launch. So just be aware that when you are blocking at your time, like we always say for the expansion launches, that this one is particularly happening when there's a lot of other things going on.
1: Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in life, a lot of stuff going on in the game. Right. It's just gonna be a very weird month.
0: And as you're going to be holding up in your In your game or cave, make sure your fridge is stocked.
1: HearthCast recommends an apple over a sports beverage or orange juice, which will give you energy, but of the rapidly fleeting variety. For more variety, mix it up with other high-energy fruits, such as bananas, blackberries, blueberries, and apricots.
0: You know, you lose the fiber when you drink juice instead of eating the fruit. This is true. Yeah.
1: Unless it has fiber added.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It tastes (laughs) gross. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Uh, of course, make sure you drink lots of water. Um, the best snacks are high protein, nuts, cheese, things like that.
1: Basically, stay away from junk food and and uh, you know high sugary sodas and I mean the stuff we all love. Stay I mean, away from I that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can spend the whole weekend binging on Cheetos and Mountain Dew, uh, but, but realistically, you're gonna feel miserable, right? You know.
1: Yeah, you, you're already. If you're gonna put the time in. At least help your body out while you're doing it.
0: Right. And take a break every once in a while and do a jog around the block or something. Yeah. It'll help you last longer. It will. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. Q times would be horrible. Just go jogging while you're <laughs> away. You have to be very realistic about what we're doing here. You can't do it all at once. Have a plan. Set some goals. Reach those goals. And then go and make all alternative goals. Make more goals and reach those goals. But be realistic. We are not all going to be able to get World First 100. In fact, it's probably going to be that Paladin guy again who games the system. Keep in mind there's no real need to be World First 100. Because I think that's even been taken away, right?
0: Yeah, well, they they're getting rid of uh, the realm first achievements because they said it encourages uh, exploitive behavior. Well, yeah, and the fact that they didn't like people rushing through all that content, no, you know, they didn't like they the don't. race.
1: Well, I mean, and they have done that. I mean, there are people who have they rush to get world first whatevers, and then a lot of times, Blizzard comes back in and goes, "No way, you did that that fast!" And they remove it, then they reinstate it. It's right, just so much right. work. So just get rid of it. I mean, there's still gonna be somebody who claims. You know, they're going to put a screenshot up of their World First 100. They're still going to have the unofficial title. Let them have it. You don't need to be that person. I mean, we already have uh, people in our guild who are rushing to be, you know, Realm First Max Profession or something. You know? <laughs> so, all right. You know, let's have at it. Well, know? they're
0: they're that's not going to be a thing anymore, though. Right. Right. But
1: they still want to be it.
0: They can say that they're the first all they want to. <laughs>
1: But the biggest thing here is just be safe in what you're doing. Your health is vitally important. I mean, if you're going to rush through this and give yourself a heart attack because you're eating junk food and, you know, popping no-dos and caffeine pills, it's just not good.
0: No, it's not.
1: So don't overdo it. Take breaks. Take a shower. Vitally (laughs) important. Take a shower. (laughs) Don't show up to a meetup a week later. Not having taken a shower. No, no. It's not good. One thing to keep in mind in all this, folks, is if you've missed out on anything now, like meta achievements and anything else, that's great. Because once Warlord's Adrenor hits, and you're up in level, and you're up in your armors, your armor gets upgraded, and you're you're that much tougher, then that content that you missed becomes that much easier. Sites like Open Raid are perfect to go to to get those old mates done. That's when I'm going to do mine. Definitely, I don't do them during content because you no. Know, I do them once it's easy. Yeah, I don't get it. You know when it was hard, and I, I never get that claim. But I still have those mate achievements. Still get the mounts. You know, so it's still cool.
0: Folks, it's the beginning of the end. It's time to get your tunes, your computer, and yourself ready for Warlords of Draenor. We've gone over some of the finer points of readiness, but if you've got something special that you're going to do, please share it with us over on Twitter or Facebook.
1: Hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you.
0: We had an email from ScareSome who had a question, and he says, with the merging of the auction houses of the Alliance and Horde, do you think this will be a good opportunity to make gold? I would imagine that inventory in the auction house will double, and I would imagine this is also the time many players are dumping Mr. Pandarian mats. The only thing I can think of that is Alliance specific is the Gilnean Raven, a battle pet. So how can I get rich?
1: Well, this is going to be a long answer. That's why it's in our auction house tip. To begin with, Blizzard made this change to fix an imbalance on faction-dominated servers. It's very simple supply and demand logic. X is short in supply, so X is expensive on this faction. It became difficult for low-pop factions to remain viable. There's also not going to be any more neutral auction houses. It's going to be one big server auction house. So what's this going to do? Nothing. Really. Yeah, it's going to take away the faction flip, but I was never a fan of that anyhow. And yeah, it's going to take away item transfers between factions on the neutral auction house, but that was always a risky endeavor. When you think about the big picture with garrisons coming online, the single auction house model makes perfect sense. Demand for some things will naturally drop, on another's it's going to naturally rise. Working in a larger market just means larger profits. Faction-dominated servers are going to feel the impact the most. Their superinflation is going to vanish overnight. And cheaper, high-supply items may see an increase as demand increases for the high-pop faction. So how do you make gold? Simple. Just stick with the strategies I have always taught. Evaluate the marketplace on a daily basis, watch it, learn from it, and invest accordingly. Nothing has really changed overall. So how do you get rich? You do your research. Find out what garrisons aren't going to provide for your best profession and provide those items as soon as possible. I do think we'll see a market shift away from the more common items and more towards the crafted items, and I do foresee a need for those crafted items. Garrisons are not eliminating professions, and they're not replacing the auction house with gathering materials. They'll provide some... And yes, eventually they will provide almost everything you need. But people will still need to go to the auction house to purchase things that they need for their own professions and for professions that they don't have to craft items from the garrisons. So in short, it's business as usual. The merging of the auction houses is going to take away some of the more nefarious things that people do with the auction houses. But overall, it just means more profit for everybody. Scare Thank you so much for that email. It is always, always good to hear from you.
0: In gaming headlines this week, if you've ever deleted a tune, it's not really gone. Blizzard announced they're introducing a character undelete option for players. While it has some limitations, it also has a very interesting caveat that I don't think many people have explored. Now, the rules that they set up is that. All characters level 50 and above can be undeleted at any time. Undeleted characters will be restored with all of their gear intact. But if a character was under level 10, and we know 10 is the minimum threshold to get into the armory, mm-hmm. so that's obviously the cut off to be their... they probably keep it from overloading the... They
1: just don't care about you just, until you're level 10. You're oh, not, you're not you serious. You they don't care.
0: Um, same thing with Death Knights. Uh, Death Knights level 55 are not eligible to be undeleted. If the character was between level 10 and level 29, it will only be able to be undeleted for 90 days after you first delete it. If it's between level 30 and 49, will only be able to be undeleted up until 120 days after. And this option, this undelete character, you can only use it once every 30 days, similar to the automatic restoration system that they set up for items that you've deleted accidentally. You can use it once per 30 days.
1: Right. So, so far, pretty cool stuff. If you've got a you know high-level character and you've deleted that character, you can get it back. And that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. The timing is interesting to me. So... Let's add a little bit of spice to this new life you're just giving your character. Let's say you raised a tune, and let's say he's level 50. You take that tune, you level that tune for 10 levels, he's level 60. And then you use your boost. You now have an instant 90. However, you got to remember, some things come with this instant boost. Number one, you get a set of spec-appropriate gear. So it didn't give you some free gear. That's nice. You replace it quickly, but it's nice. You get a full set of bags. That's expensive, and that's nice, so your bags get upgraded. They're gonna throw some gold your way. That's nice, you could always use some gold. Now here's the cool thing. Since we went ahead and leveled our character from fifty to sixty, those ten levels, how how excruciating that was. <laughs> our primary professions just got raised to six hundred. We've just saved ourselves a ton of time ton of money by getting that done. And, of course, our first aid, which we all use every day, uh, got raised to 600 as well. Now, this is a angle that I've yet to see anybody talk about. This is a free service provided by Blizzard. You can undelete a character. We've already gone over the limitations of how that works. But if you were somebody who unsubscribed from the game or you deleted a character, whatever the case might be, you can now get that character back If he's over 60, fantastic, boost him to 90. Professions are there. If he's not quite 60, fantastic, love him to 60, boost him to professions and all the other stuff comes with it. And I don't see anybody talking about that. I think that's one of the biggest things. Now, Why I think that's huge is the timing of this all. The undelete isn't there right right now today as the recording of this podcast is concerned. However, as soon as this pre-patch rolls or as soon as right at the end of the pre-patch, before the expansion goes live, that is when the undelete goes live. So pre-warlords of Draenor. That means pre-warlords of Draenor. You undelete a character. You boosted to ninety. You are ready to go for warlords. And I think that is the timing is is impeccable on Blizzard's part on that one.
0: That's pretty awesome. Now I. Can't think of any tunes off the top of my head that I've deleted that I would like to get back. However, this feature is going to give me something that I want. Because one of the terms of the undelete is that if you resurrect your character and there is a name conflict, the res character will be flagged for name change. Because there still cannot exist two characters the same name on the same server, right? Correct. Okay, so I have this maid, she's named Vanilla. I don't really like that name. I don't also really want to pay $10 for a name change.
1: All right.
0: But what I can do is I can delete her, Oh. make a new character with her name, resurrect her. It causes a conflict, causes an automatic flag. Now I can rename her to whatever I want. Clever. Mm-hmm. And it's free.
1: The law of unintended consequences. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it, It's similar to what goes on when you transfer a character. But right. You, and this is what I did with her in the first place. I don't know why I don't know how to name my mages, because I really didn't <laughs> like the first name I gave her either. But I did this when, when I transferred her from, um, what was it? Were we on Gorgonash before? Gorgonash, yeah. To Whisperwind. I was like, yeah. I don't like this name. So I made a character on Whisperwind.
1: What was wrong with Rezzy Poof Poof? That was a good <laughs> What's name. What's
0: Rezzy Stop it. <laughs> People believe you. What? <laughs> right, it was Resi Poof Poof. It wasn't. <laughs> so before I transferred, I made a low-level tune just as name placeholder. And Poof Poof. And that way it would cause a flag. And it did, and I was able to change it to what I wanted. So it's the same thing. Um, this, The whole conflict of the names, if you want to change your name, you don't want to pay for it, you can delete it. Make a new tune, same name, resurrect, and then you get a name flag.
1: That is actually very interesting. Mm -hmm. But I do want to point out that we just had a podcast first in all of podcast history. Oh, really? Yes. That was the first audible eye roll in podcast history (laughs) ever, just then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, rolling pretty hard there. Mark
1: it down, episode Mm -hmm. 237, HearthCast, first audible (laughs) eye roll in podcast history, right there.
0: (laughs) So I'm excited about this. It fits into what we're talking about about getting our characters ready. Sure. If you want a fresh new name, if you want to relive an old character that you've deleted for whatever reason. And I I never thought that people did this. I didn't think people deleted characters. But I've been talking to a lot of different people who said, yeah, they have. And it happens more when people are attached to one server and then you only have the certain amount of character slots. And they go, mm. like, I want to make a new character. Uh, let me delete, you know, one of my other tunes. And it ends up being high level. And they don't think they'll ever go back to it. But you never know.
1: There are other people who, uh, you know, have like rage incidences and delete all their characters, There too. is that. There yeah. is that. You're mad. I'm going to delete a character. i will show them.
0: And you've always had the option to petition a GM to get that restored. And now it's just going to be automated instead. I think they put that thirty-day limit in just so you are not abusing it. Or I'm sure if they made it unlimited, people would find some way to abuse yeah, that's it. That's a problem. Yeah.
1: If you make, you have to put limits on anything you do, or else somebody will find a way to exploit it. Exactly. Bottom line. Exactly. Even if it's an automated process, people find some way to do of something. Of course,
0: of course.
1: And that brings us to the end of episode number two hundred and thirty-seven of Hearthcast. We thank you all for tuning in.
0: This weekend is the first weekend in October, which means it is Darkmoon Fair time. Ooh, wee buff. We buff, that's right. And if you find yourself in the Orlando area on October 10th, then come hang out with us at the Firkin and Kegler. We are meeting there October 10th at 6 p.m. We are looking for our next contestant for HearthCast AOE. It's the only trivia game where you don't have to be right to win. Anyone can play if you have 20 minutes free between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern on a Monday. Email us at podcasts at HearthCast.com for further details.
1: I'd like to give a special shout out and thank you to all of our friends and followers on Facebook and Twitter, especially those who actually laughed at my joke today because, yeah, it was true. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving on the interstate and... And I got cut off by a nun. And I, I said, I hope she's not in the habit of doing that. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. And people retweeted it and made me happy. <laughs> so big big shouts to them for that. So special shout outs going out to Gimmit the Hunter and others for actually reading my tweets and laughing. And as we close episode two hundred and thirty seven, we want to thank all of you for listening.
0: You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using speakpipe.com no registration or installation required.
1: A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root.
0: And Freckleface.
1: For HearthCast.com.